Hey guys, welcome to Forged in Fire, where we overturn culture for the kingdom and ignite you to burn by exposing truth to a generation. We are your hosts, Dom and Jenna. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Dom and Jenna here. Yo, yo, yo. Super, super excited for this topic this week. Yes. This is something that I hold really near and dear to my heart. It may be the prophetic in me, but also... I grew up in the same town all my life, but anyways, we'll, we'll get to that. But the topic tonight we're going to talk about is burden bearing, sharing the burden for your region. Let's go. We're going to talk about this and get into it right now, but I'm just, I feel led to pray. Holy spirit. We just ask for your presence to cover this podcast. Mm-hmm. We even ask right now that everyone listening, whether they're driving to work or they're sitting down at their table or they're laying in their room, in their rooms, father, we ask that you would send your presence to lead them and guide them that you would touch their lives right now. Holy spirit, give them an awareness of right where they're at in this season and how this podcast may be applicable to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, for those of you that don't know, I lived in the same town in South Florida for 25 years, born and raised. I was a, a, in a grew up in a household. Um, my father was very well known in the community, so I was very comfortable. I was very known in that community. And um, I remember, you know, my parents uh, had, a, had a nice home on the water, and I used to wake up and I would look out my window and I would see the river and in the behind the river about two three hundred yards you could see the city of Stewart and I lived in Palm City so it was a neighboring town and I could see the water tower from my bedroom it was obviously pretty far away but I could faintly see it and that was the water tower that said Stewart right the town and I just remember when the Lord gripped my heart uh, early on in my walk with him, I remember waking up early in the morning and I would sit there and I would pray. I would ask God, send the fire of God to Stuart and the surrounding communities. God, release the winds of revival mm-hmm. on the Treasure Coast. The town was called the Treasure Coast. Mm-hmm. And there were prophecy after prophecy that the fire of God would go up and down US-1 from Fort Pierce down to Jupiter to Hope Sound. And we just I just remember catching a burden at a young age, not even understanding like, God, this is my city. But I just didn't even know that like I could catch something. I could partner with God. So there may be somebody listening today who you've just freshly moved in the last couple of years to a new place, maybe like Jenna and I. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't even feel like I can pray for my city. I don't even know like what to do. I just want to invite you guys, like come on a journey with God yeah. and ask him to give you a burden for your region. It's good. Ask him to take you on a journey in intercession. Mm-hmm. Ask him to give you prophetic insight for your city. Yes. Like I think we should regularly, and like I said, maybe it's the prophetic in me, but I'm like, Lord, what's the destiny for Charlotte? Mm-hmm. What's the destiny for Kannapolis, for Rowan County, for Cabarrus County? I'm like, God, what is your, what do you see for the county? What do you see for this region? Why? Because I rent a house and live in this region. Truly, that means that I am a part of it. Mm -hmm. That means that this is my territory. This is where God has placed me. Mm -hmm. And I really, I was reading today in Jeremiah 29, and I love the revelation. The Lord just hit me. We know Jeremiah 29, 11 as the scripture we go to, like 
when we're struggling with knowing where we're headed. Mm -hmm. You know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the <laughs> Lord. Ba 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 ba. We know it. We go right to it. We don't even have to look it up. We know plans it. Plans so to strongly. prosper you. <laughs> we know it, right? But if you understand verse or the chapter 29 in Jeremiah, it's talking about a letter to those in exile. Hmm. They left Jerusalem, and where were they? Babylon. Babylon was not known as this great place. It was known as a place where they had to go to suffer. They had to go to press through and make it through these seasons. So I want to start in verse 4 and just share my heart on this in my perspective. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. <laughs> First of all, settle down. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, said to those who he carried into exile, You're like, Whoa, but I thought he knew the plants. Like, I thought it was going to be plants to prosper. Like, it's a self contradicting verse. No, it's the nature of God. He's looking to get Babylon out of you. Oh, Babylon's gosh. in your heart. He's wanting you to understand the truth of everything inside. Anyways, we'll get to that. Build, verse 5, build houses and settle down. <laughs> Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. I'll stop before we hit verse 7. The Lord is literally speaking to Israel and saying, take over, build Yes. Be fruitful. Yes. Like it may be Babylon, but take over it. Mm. You're there for a reason. Don't f slop around in your old filth and just be like, this region stinks. There's no revival services. There's no hunger. It's so dry. Do something about it. It's real life. God put you there. I'm speaking to myself. Verse 7. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into, into exile. Come on. <laughs> Seek the peace and prosperity. In other words, you need to carry a burden for that region. He said, I carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. Pray to the Lord for it. Right there is instruction to Israel. I sent you into exile to Babylon. Why? Because God had bigger plans for them than they could see. He's teaching them how to fill a region to take it over for the kingdom yeah. and multiply it. Take ground. Take ground. We are immediately so turned off when we don't see instant gratification. There's no revival here. Ah, this is just... Guys, I lived in a town for 25 years that literally is labeled a place where pastors come to die. Mm-hmm. That should break your heart as yeah. it breaks God's. Yeah. That should stir something up on the inside of you, not on my watch. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to allow that to happen. Right. Greater is he who lives in me than he who lives in the world. Yeah. We're going to carry on here. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. 
This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise. Could you imagine God saying, if you endure for 70 years in slavery, I'll come through for you. Maybe some of you are paving something in your region for the next generation to reap. Maybe God is asking you to be a gatekeeper of the the seed of revival in mm-hmm. your community so that your children can reap the harvest. So of good. You may not be put on this earth to see revival, but mm-hmm. to plant revival, mm-hmm. to plant seeds so that your children and your children's children, Lord willing, would be able to reap the harvest. I want to I, I want to hit this other translation for, for Jeremiah 29, verse seven. The English standard version says this, but seek the welfare of the city mm-hmm. where I have sent you into exile. Welfare. What does that mean? Seek the good in your city. Look for the good things that God can do. Mm-hmm. Believe the best for your region. And it says, and pray to the Lord on its behalf. My question to some of our listeners are, when's the last time that you actually prayed for your region? When's the last time you were just driving to work through your town and you said, God, catch me up in your story for my city? Yes. When did you catch a burden and weep over your city? Mm -hmm. Weep over the fact that you're driving past tens, if not hundreds of cars a day, Mm -hmm. not knowing if they're destined to hell. Yeah. Not knowing if they're crying out and need help. Mm -hmm. God, send the winds of revival to my community. God, send the winds of refreshing to my community. God, strengthen the governmental leaders of my community. Mm -hmm. God, like guys, we have to begin to partner with God Mm -hmm. for our city before we can even say anything bad about it. We immediately want to jump to the worst because we're not willing to catch a burden. Because it may require something of you. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is I'm kind of brokenhearted over this because there are going to be people that listen to this and would still rather go on complaining about their region rather than doing something about it. We are literally giving you tools. When you have knowledge, you have power. You have no excuse to not be praying and interceding. The Lord did not give you a spirit of complaining He gave you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. He gave you power through his Holy Spirit to call down the hounds of heaven over your region, to call down the principalities over your region. He gave you a spirit of love, of a sound mind. Let us not get caught up in the culture and the things of this world to where we are not sober-minded, to where we forget that we are sent to our cities on assignment to turn those principalities upside down. I know that James Aladrin will even talk about this, talking about the prayer altars Mm. that we need to be building in our cities and how Abraham, he would put rocks down in the places that he laid as altars to the Lord. And it said that on the second, he goes into this whole thing and I won't repeat it. You guys can go look up his message. But on the second rock, the second altar of the place that he went to, that is the one where the angels were descending. They were ascending and descending from this altar in the region that he had placed the altar. Guys, it says the angels ascended first and then they descended. Where were those angels coming from? They were on assignment to that specific territory. 
Are you building altars to the Lord in your region to where angels are able to ascend and descend up and down the ladder, up and down from heaven? Are you carrying a vertical burden for your family, for your friends, for the people you see on the streets like Dom said? Or is it horizontal? Are we getting lost and clouded in the media and things that are happening? Mm. Are we feeling hopeless? Do Would we rather just go and sit and complain about how how dry this place is, how dry our church is, how they got it right over there, man. I wish we had that here. Yes, the Lord did not call you to do that. He did not call you to bitterness. He did not call you to offense. If you listened to our last episode, it was on honor. Maybe you just need to honor the people in your region first so you can catch a burden for them. Man. Holy Spirit. There's something so powerful about dying to yourself. Oh my goodness. I My church is dry. Okay. How, when's the last time you sat in prayer and prayed for your church? Yeah. We immediately want to get into these swirls of, oh, my church doesn't know how to pray. My church doesn't know how to fast. My church doesn't have prophecy. My, so what, start blah, a blah, prayer blah, service. Do something about it. <laughs> Do something about it. Now, don't be a rogue wildcat, like, Mm -hmm. doing weird stuff. Like, follow order. Yes. Like, talk to some leaders in your region. Submit to authority. Guys, I literally, we lived here in North Carolina in the region we're in for a year and a half before I caught a burden for this region. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Did I ask the Lord? Yes. The Lord wanted me to wrestle that out. And there were days where I'm like, man... I'm praying for Charlotte. I'm praying for the Kannapolis region. And I just feel drier than a napkin, a stale chip. I don't know. I'm like praying. I'm trying. I'm pushing through. And I'm like, I got nothing. Crickets. I don't feel the wind of the Holy Ghost. And then one day, a couple of months ago, I'm driving to work. And I'm coming down this hill. And all of a sudden, boom, Holy Spirit smacks me. And I'm praying, I'm crying out for revival, crying out for a move of God. I'm weeping over my city because they deserve to know God. And I want them to know God. I want them, I want everybody in this region to come to know God. We can't leave it up to the evangelist or to the prophet or to the teacher right, or right, the right. pastor right. to do everything. Yep. You We're don't need in a partnership title. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Tap into it. Yeah. And I will say, too, on a practical level and on levels that the Lord is going to see as important first, I think we can go on the other side, right? Because I want to balance this coin That's out. Good. Sometimes we get so much of a burden for mm-hmm. our city And for everyone else around us, we want to see the Lord touch them. We're not even praying for the people in our own home. We're not even working on our own marriage. We're not even working on how we are as a mother or a father or a friend or a husband or a wife or a daughter or a son. We would rather go to the altars every week weeping over the repentance and the salvation of our city. Or we would rather go out and evangelize and do all these things. But... We forget about the people at home who are suffering and who we're not even showing love to. They will know you by your fruit. They'll know you by your love. How is your marriage? How is your relationship with your parents if you're a student on here? Do you honor your mom and dad? Are you a good friend? Do you have a good reputation? 
Do you have a good reputation in your circles? Wow. Because people are going to see you praying for your region, praying for salvations, and there's no fruit there. And maybe you're the activator for your region. Yes. Maybe you're the gasoline that's on the that's on the altar, and then the fire of God comes and boom. Maybe you need to start praying for your region so that your friend can recognize, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I can join in with them. Yeah. Right. I mean, guys, we're seeing revival break out all across the United Uh States, even in the countries. We're seeing it happen. And what's our first reaction? Oh, man, it's not happening in my region. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Orphan spirit activate. No. We're over here. The amount of times I have heard people come to me and tell me, like multiple people have said this to me now. How do we get this started if I'm only one person? If I'm the only one carrying this burden... If I'm the only one feeling this and seeing these things and feeling passionate about this, I'm only one person. What am I going to do? Jesus turned the whole world upside down with 12 people. Listen, these revivals, you look at them up, they all started with one person. The Asbury revival started with one person feeling the lead of the Holy Spirit going up and repenting Mm. of sin. The The Lee University revival started with one person just going into the chapel picking up his guitar strumming it students heard the sound and started filing into the chapel and it led a revival it's all starts with you it starts with one person those are the lies of the enemy trying to come in and say oh but you're just this one small voice i think of um horton here's a who when it's like the i think it's that book where it's like the smallest who in whoville he like isn't making a noise. Everyone else in all of Whoville is blowing their trumpets, trying to make a noise on this tiny little speck on this flower so that they don't get trampled. They're trying to let people know that they're there and no one's hearing them. So they're like, who isn't making the noise? Who isn't blowing the trumpet? And they find this tiny little who up in his room in this house. And they say, why aren't you blowing your trumpet? Like, we're in desperate need. They need to hear us. He blows his trumpet. And that is when all the animals hear Whoville because of one tiny little kid. I'm just getting a whole revelation on this story. (laughs) Come on. You are not just one person. The enemy is shutting up your voice because you have something so much more to say. You don't have a voice in this season because the enemy is trying to shut you up. He's trying to shut your womb. He's trying to shut up your throat, your voice. He's trying to make you mute and go orphan activate so that you don't think you have something to say. And the Lord has put a passion on you. He's put a labor on you. And he's saying, no, I have called you in this time. I have called you in this hour open up your mouth open up your voice he is opening wombs to be able to labor through these things and birth these things in these regions i just feel like i need to prophesy over somebody listening it's time for you to sound the alarm it's time for you to sound the alarm in your region you are the catalyst for a move of God. Yes, come on. You are the start of a move of God. Yes. Open up your bedroom. Open up your living room. Open up a pavilion at the park. Call people to the prayer room at yeah. the local prayer house. Come Whatever on. it takes, sound the alarm. Don't settle waiting for the next big guy or the big girl to come to town yeah. and spark a, a move of God or right. an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Right. He lives inside of you. Yes. Tap into it. Sound the alarm and 
awaken what's inside of you. I really truly believe what these revivals and these outpourings are doing is to reveal within those that are watching, I need to do something about it in my region. Mm-hmm. I need to pray. Yeah. Like guys, if those things didn't didn't stir you up to go seek God, then I, I wonder if you actually truly hunger for God. Mm. Like if these things are supposed to right. spark hunger. Yeah. They're supposed to spark devotion. They're su- supposed to build intimacy, drive people into the secret place, uh-huh. strengthen their levels of intimacy and take them to a higher place in relationship with God. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel as if the the heart of God is literally at the start line of revival and you're you're over in the pits or the ditches going nothing's gonna happen i can't do anything i'm one person or or, man you know we're just in a in a dry region dude god's sitting at the at the front of the of the race going i will start the revival if you'll just help come on god's god's after runners he's not after settlers Uh and if you're a settler that's fine sit the bench But don't expect to reap the benefits of those who are doing it right now out of desire. And don't mistake Mm -hmm. in our zeal right now. I feel the Holy Spirit so strongly (laughs) that there is a company of believers that are becoming so desperate in the earth. They don't care if they lose sleep over it. They don't care if they forget their agendas. I just want to seek God. Hey, bro, how about we sit up and pray all night rather than sleep? How about we don't eat for a week so we can ask God to move in our city? Trading in pillows for swords. (laughs) I just, I mean, we need to get caught up in the reality of of what God is capable of doing. Mm -hmm. We've lost sight of how capable God is. In the last days, says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Yeah. Not just Asbury. Not just Pasadena. Yeah. Not just here and there. Right. Now, pockets of glory are showing up. Why? Because somebody got a little bit agitated with the constant swirl of life and said, I'm not satisfied with just a little bit. Right. I must have more. Yeah. I'm hungering after God. I'm so thirsty. I can't live another day without his presence. Yeah. I will pour my spirit on all flesh. That is a promise of God. There, if we could get familiar with the promises of God, we would have so much more confidence in him. Yeah. We need to get into the word of God. What? We don't oh need to gosh. just get into the Word of God. The Word of God Bro. needs to get into us. Bro, you better preach. The Word of God needs to be written on the tablets of our heart Yeah. so that we walk it out every day. Yeah. We're not just waiting for the next service to push mm-hmm. us back into the Word of God. Yeah. We're yearning for it. Yeah. As a deer pants for water, <laughs> so my soul yearns for you, O God. It's possible if our body is submitted to the Holy Spirit that we could understand what hunger and yearning looks like for God. Yeah. Man, I'm just so caught up even right now in our own lack in certain seasons where we've settled for a lesser thing. Mm. Guys, don't 
Don't allow Ichabod to be written over your city. Wow. Don't write your city as barren. When God can impregnate one person with a spirit of revival, hunger, it doesn't even have to be boisterous, yelling, whatever. Mm-hmm. It could just be, God, I want you. It could be one person crying out in their closet every day, God, mm-hmm. I want you. I want the people in this region to know you. Yeah. just want to challenge everybody, maybe, maybe before we close out, that you need to take 30 days on your calendar and every day before the Lord, ask Him to do something in your land. Ask him to do something in your city. It's good. It's as easy as God pour out your spirit in my city. I just want to encourage everyone listening. God desires for communion and partnership. Yeah. He is burning to touch your region. Yeah. It is the desire of his heart. His desire is for all men to come to know him. And I'm pretty sure that there are people in your region that don't know him. I want to encourage you guys before we close out today to take some time this next month or this next 30 days to carve out maybe your drive to work or maybe you've you got a section in your prayer closet where you're praying. I want to challenge you to ask God to give you a burden for your region. Mm-hmm. And I want you to pray, God, send revival to my city. Yeah. God, what is your heart for my city? Mm -hmm. Ask of him. He'll show you. Thank you guys so much for being with us. Thanks for tapping into all that's happening here on Forged in Fire. We want to encourage you all. Remind you to check out our social media. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we are um, also on Instagram at Forged in Fire. So check us out. Follow us. Be prepared for our weekly podcast. We love you guys. If any of these have sowed seed in your life in any way, we would just encourage you. Like It costs money to pay for these platforms, to pay for the equipment, to subscribe to certain things monthly. So it would definitely be a big help. Sow where you want to go if you are blessed be a blessing. I know there are things that me and Dom sow into just because we were blessed by it or whatnot, and it blessed our family. So just want to encourage you guys with that as well. If you don't give people an opportunity to bless you, then they never will. (laughs) So check the description below in the podcast. You can see our Cash App Venmo and other areas to give. So guys, we love y'all. Thanks so much for being with us today. Yes, thank you guys. We'll talk to you guys guys. next week. Peace out. Later.